Welcome to the podcast of Local Community Church. Thanks for joining us. We hope this message will encourage and inspire you in your faith journey. If you'd like to find out more, head over to localcommunity.church. Wow, what an incredible morning. Um, to be honest, I even before we were here this morning, um, find myself in fairly uncharted waters because um, I was all online preparing to talk about one thing that was in our preaching plan and where we were going. And then two days ago, God was like, nah, I've got something else planned for you guys. And for those of you who know me, I'm a planner. I was thinking about what I was going to be talking about this Sunday for the last month. I was getting everything in order. But I know that if we don't go with what God's got for us, then we miss out. So the thing I'm talking about today is actually something I'm having to choose to walk in at the moment. So I'm trusting God with his message for all of us today. And that's the message of his lordship. The foundational truth that he is Lord. He is Lord of all. And as Derek shared earlier, and as we prayed, there's a lot of people in our church family at the moment who are walking, or frankly, maybe just sitting in places of pain because of themselves they can't walk. And (laughs) these situations make us cry out to God on their behalf because we love them. They bring them to our knees because we cry out for the mercy and power and love of God in their lives. And you know, it's right that we cry out. We're actually meant to cry out on behalf of people for the mercy and love and power of God in their lives because we know God's able. We actually know there is nothing that is impossible for our God. But... In the midst of our faith, the challenge is to decide that even if he doesn't answer the way we want him to, even if the weight we're in actually waits through to eternity, even if we don't see what our eyes are hoping for, he is still Lord. He is still Lord of all. I'm just going to quickly pray because I just want to give all this time to God, and um, then we'll share. Lord, we thank you that you are Lord of all, that you are in control, that you are good, that you are faithful, and that you are here in the midst of us. And I thank you, Lord, that you are love in all that love encompasses, in its perfection, in its beauty, and in its heartache. And you love us with that deep and desperate love. And Lord, I pray today that each person here would have a revelation of you as that Lord, their Lord of all. Amen. I don't know about you, but life is full of things I don't understand. And I dare to say if you've lived for more than a few years, there will have been things you don't understand either. It could be on a global level, it could be on a local level, it could be on a personal level, maybe for yourself or maybe for others. But there's things we don't understand. 
Just over 30 years ago, I was looking up the date in April 1988, and it made me smile because so many people I'm looking at weren't even born. Thought I'd say it before you shot it back at me. Um, <laughs> uh, as a 13-year-old, I was baptised. And my beautiful mum gave me a Bible and a verse, and it was Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Now, I'm sure for a lot of you, as I say that, you literally already have it in your mind. And I committed it to mind as a 13-year-old, not even fully comprehending what the words meant. But I want us to read it together today because there's a fundamental truth in it that I've been reminded of over and over again. And if you don't have a Bible, here, just pop your hand up. We have spares. Someone will give you one and you can keep it as our gift. Does anyone need a Bible? No? As Derek regularly says, we need people here who need Bibles, guys. We need to be sharing the love of Jesus with people. But so Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, the original version that I learned was from the New King James. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. But I also really like the NLT version. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. You see, we don't understand because we're actually not meant to always understand. We're actually created to trust God, to acknowledge him, to seek him and follow him on the path that he shows. Because as much as it's not what we like hearing as Christians or as people, I can pretty much guarantee you that life is going to throw you curveballs at some stage or another that you will not understand. And like David in Psalm 23, sometimes you will find yourself walking through the darkest valleys. But God will be with you. And sometimes you'll be on a cliff edge trying to get around a corner having no idea what's waiting for you. But God will be with you. And sometimes he will have taken you by beautiful streams and green meadows. And he's there with you. And there will also be mountaintop moments where you stand looking out so in awe of the goodness and glory of God. And he will be there too. And the reason is because he actually wants to be the path you're walking on. He actually wants to be the paving that every step gets planted on, step after step. He's the foundation. He's the brick that lays down one after the other on the unshakable truth that he is Lord, Lord of all, and he's always with you. As I was having some time with God in my couple of days that I knew I was speaking on this, he reminded me of how the Bible is full of stories. Stories about him, stories about history, stories about his people, stories that are shared to inspire us, to challenge us, to encourage us, to teach us, and ultimately to reveal who he is, reveal him and bring him glory. They shared these stories in community, around fireplaces, over meals, from generation to generation, 
to remind them of God's faithfulness throughout all seasons. Seasons where sometimes his faithfulness can be easier for us to recognize when we look back on the thing that happened than when we're in the midst of it. And we are family. You guys are literally our family. And in your role, sorry, in our role as your pastors, we have the privilege, the joy, and sometimes the heartache of sharing in your stories. And so many of your stories inspire us. They challenge us. They teach us and they reveal who God is and glorify him. And so today, in the midst of the battles that so many of us are facing, I just really felt God wanted me to share some of your stories with you so that we're reading our Bible because we're a continuation of the good news of Jesus. And I hope these stories inspire you, encourage you and challenge you and remind all of us that he is faithful and he is Lord, Lord of all. While I will share only a summary of the stories, and for those of you who might be getting nervous, I'm only going to share stories that you've previously chosen to make public. Um, I can assure you that each of these stories will probably have had moments in the darkest valleys. They will have had cliff edges where they're turning corners and don't know what's coming. They've been in green meadows, and they've also had breathtaking mountaintops. And while, as we look back on these stories now, like we do in Hebrews when we read of people of faith, and some of them we know the outcomes and can celebrate them, what I really, really want us to learn and to share with you is how they did the journey, how they trusted in God as their Lord throughout what was difficult. So for the beautiful mother a few years ago who goes into labour when her baby girl is only 20-something weeks into pregnancy and they have to sit with her day and night attached to tubes not knowing what is happening month after month, praying and trusting in God for a miracle. And as a church family, we pray and cry out to God for that miracle and stand with them. Until finally, in early 2017, precious little Chloe comes home. And that journey of faith hadn't ended. By no means, it was still well before them, with all the things that go with a severely premature baby. But they continued to press into God. And if we fast forward to today, they have an incredibly healthy, beautiful, energetic little girl who keeps Paula and Andrew's life wonderfully full with her big brother, Jacob. And he is Lord, Lord of all. To the young married couple pregnant with their second child last year, who were told by medical professionals to terminate because of incredibly high risk of serious disability. But they pray and press into their God and, the, and they press into the truth of who he is and believe they're meant to continue in that pregnancy against all medical and professional advice. And we stand and we pray with them 
And for six months, that would have felt like eternity, I'm sure. They didn't know what was happening, but continued to trust their God. Until in March this year, beautiful Zalia Faith arrived. And she's not just beautiful, she's perfect. There is nothing wrong with her, nothing. And literally, she is a walking testimony of the goodness of God, who is Lord of all. An absolute gift. Then earlier this year, a beautiful couple who we all love dearly, Ken and Robin, find out that Ken has prostate cancer. For those of you who don't know, they've already walked the journey of cancer in Robin's life. Surely once is enough, I cried out, like, come on, God. They journeyed that so well. But they declare God's goodness in the early diagnosis and the ability to actually be able to have surgery. And again, we stand with them and we pray and we trust our God who is good. And literally two days ago, find out that the surgery was a complete success and the cancer has completely left his body. Praise God. But there's still things that they need to see God move in. And they trust him and trust that he will. And the final story I'll share still doesn't have an ending. And Derek has already shared parts of it. And that's TJ. TJ, for those of you who don't know, was Derek and my first Connect Group leader. He is a father in faith to us and is, is our family, as is his whole family. And the doc- when he went to visit the doctor with seemingly acid reflux or something, and within a week, his family is told he has cancer. And the prognosis actually seems relatively positive but turns to horribly negative within the space of a week. But his family gather in his hospital room for a time of worship and pray for him because he is their Lord. And TJ declares his unwavering trust in God. He states that his life is built on his faith in God and nothing can shake that. This this man declares that the Lord is the paving under his feet on the path that is chosen for him to walk on for now and eternity. And while tears are shed by his family and so many others, they declare the goodness of God because he is their Lord, Lord of all. These stories are only a handful of things that you have all walked through and continue to walk through. And as family, we walk through them with you. And while some of them have been incredibly positive, and we can look and be amazed at how God has created those outcomes, I have to be honest, what inspires me the most is how you've walked them. Because I also know had some of those outcomes been different, He would still be your Lord, your Lord of all. I know in this room there are so many journeys you are walking through that you may not understand. Areas needing breakthrough from a God who can, 
a God who is able and a God for whom nothing is impossible. I know your pain is real and I know the weight is hard but I also know that through it all he is Lord and while we have no control over so many of life's circumstances, we do get to choose how we respond in faith and whether we choose to keep him as Lord of all. Because God is actually with us in the joy and the pain. He's with us in the celebration and the disappointment, the successes and the heartaches. He's always there. He's always good and he's always Lord. He was before the circumstances and he will be after the circumstances because he is bigger than any of them. And I guess my challenge, my heart for all of us today is that we can declare together as we come to God in faith, knowing he can, that even if he hasn't yet, and you know what, even if he doesn't, like you expect, that as a family, we choose to believe, to declare, and to stand on the truth that he is our Lord, Lord of all. The reason he is Lord is because of the cross. And so when I was praying about how we finish today, I just wanted to give everyone the opportunity to have communion. Because communion is where we remember who he is. And we remember why that's who he is. Because you know what? He said to God, even if I have to go to the cross, you are Lord. Because I love them and you love them. So as we take communion today, we are partaking in his even if, as we choose our even if. And I just want to encourage you, whatever is going on in your life, invite him to be Lord today. So we have tables up the back and we have tables on the side and you are welcome to have it on your own or with people, however you would like this time with God. And Aldous is just going to come and play for us, for us while you're doing that. And then, no rush, but when your time is over, just come back to your chairs and we'll close off the service. So please, partake and remember all that Jesus has done that makes him Lord. Thanks for listening to our message today. We hope that it's encouraged and inspired you in your faith journey. To find out more, head over to localcommunity.church.